All right, welcome to episode welcome. 171 171 of the Bite Me. The palindrome. Bite Me podcast. Podcast. It is a palindrome. That's very exciting. 171. Um, those only happen they happen actually quite often. Like once it every won't 10 happen for another uh, 10 episodes, 181. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's fine though. The, I mean, every 9,000 years this Every happens. 10 episodes, every like two and a half months we we have a palindrome episode. But that's cool. That's fine. That doesn't that means there's a very few of them every month. That's like five what five a year? Sure. Totally like sure. That. Something like that. Math. Anyway, you're listening to Bite Me Podcast. It's a podcast about video games. Uh, and today we are going to talk about, actually, first, 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 I'm Cliff. I got Colby Hi, here. Oh. That's him there. <laughs> you were just going to tell everyone. <laughs> and we have Dylan as well. Say hey, Dylan. Hi, Cliff. You guys are great. Uh, we're going to be talking today about the We're ex- getting worse at podcasting. <laughs> God, every single week, Dylan. I like to think that I'm week. bringing the show down. I... We're all bringing the show down. Yeah, it's a collective effort, but, you know, as long as we have, like, two or three listeners, it makes it worthwhile. Um, There's two or three of us here, so... (laughs) I stopped listening, though. I'm on it. We're listening to to ourselves when we record it, so technically, I think we're listeners. Did you listen to last week's call? Yeah. Because I wasn't on it, you weren't so on it. <laughs> then I can listen to it. If I'm on it, why? I'm like, oh, hey, I made a good point there, I guess. I Every once in a while, I'll listen to it uh, just because I need to find something else. Something, and, and every once in a while, I'm like, huh, we're pretty funny. Um, I don't know if you anybody know, else thinks so. But... I listened to our <laughs> Nor movie podcast. The uh, which one? The movie podcast. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing that I remember thinking was, huh. I don't really say like, um, uh, you know, like I don't do that, like hemming and hawing a lot that I assumed I would. Yeah. That I don't do the like, uh. It only took me like the first 60 episodes to get away from that. So. Yeah. You're a better podcaster than I am, Colby. Maybe I'm reading. I'm a better person than you are. That's 100% true. It's not true. Anyway, today we're <laughs> today we're going to be talking about how the Xbox Series X might actually be faster than we thought, um, and probably talking that, about how is that due to all its flops? It's all of its flops. It has so many flops, man. You will not believe how many flops. I can't have. even quantify in my brain how many flops that is. At least twelve. Um, flops, I guess uh, the new PlayStation controller might drink your sweat. Um, you can visit every airport in the world in Emma's Flight Simulator. There's a lot of them, too. Uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint misses its update deadline, and folks are pissed because they're gamers. Uh, Red Dead hackers are uh, getting random players banned by... Um, <laughs> this is hilarious and terrible. Right? It's not good. We'll talk about I could that. not help but laugh, but it's... Not nice. <laughs> it's absolutely not nice, but it is very funny. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege devs uh, want their game to go free-to-play, which is a strange thing to want, but I guess they have their reasons. And uh, Riot, we've talked about this a bunch of times, uh, Riot has some problems, mostly related to sexual harassment and um, not paying people correctly. And we talked about how they were on the hook for about $10 billion. That's gotten a lot, lot bigger, a lot Lot, lot, lot bigger. So we'll talk about that a little bit, too. Uh, we have questions from Vinny, Megan, Mr. Polite, uh, turned down for what? We've got a ton of cheap and free games, like a lot. And uh, we have a Troll Corner, where a pro gamer has been trolling EA so badly that he has been banned from playing all EA games. All of them. <laughs> so we'll talk about Press that. F. 
No, right? <laughs> That's uh, honestly impressive. It's super impressive. Like, you have to be a real jerk to get banned from EA. I mean, especially EA. Come on. Uh, but first off, what we have been playing. I will start because I've been playing Disneyland. It was great. Um, I didn't even really play any... Like I every I take my switch every time I go on vacation and do not play it at all. My kid plays it in the car and then we put it like in a bag when we get to Disneyland and no one takes it out because we're at Disneyland like fourteen hours a day and the other times we're not at Disneyland we're sleeping because you walk like ten miles a day when you're at Disneyland and you might be shocked to find out that I don't walk ten miles a day in my day to day life. Um <laughs> I do. Yeah, I, and it's why you're in better shape than I am, Cole. Um, I walked about 45 miles in five days, which is probably the amount I've walked like cumulatively between the last time I was at Disneyland and today. <laughs> so you do, what did you say? Call like 20,000 steps a day. I do about eight miles, eight Dang. to nine miles a day. That's what I was doing at Disneyland. That's a lot of walking. Yo, are you very tired at the end of every day? No, not really. Sometimes, you very... I go, sometimes I go hiking after that. So. Were you very tired at the end of the day for the first while you did that? Man, you're just all man. Walking. God, I like you asked me to run that, I'm gonna die, but like it's I, walking. I got a like I'm on a bunch of PR lists for people that send out PR stuff. Um and I got one today that said that the average person polled said they did not think they could run more than a fifth of a mile. And I'm like, Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Maybe a tenth. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I could probably do it, but That's like not far. <laughs> it's not, but I'm really lazy and out of shape, Dylan. Like super lazy and out of shape. People think I was dying after I did it. <laughs> I just I guess it depends why you're running. A mile. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a was, bear. If it was something that was chasing me, I could probably yeah. do it. But <laughs> like I was right. blocked in the driveway the other day, so I just ran to the grocery store in the morning. No, no, it was fine. Not, that's not me. Absolutely not me. <laughs> I would have just went back inside. Yep, gone back to bed. I'm like, well, I eh. needed to make biscuits and gravy. <laughs> no, no, you wanted to make, make biscuits, biscuits. No, and I gravy. needed to make it. I was hungry and I wanted biscuits. And Did gravy. you not have cereal at your house, Dylan? You could have just eaten cereal. No, I was gonna have biscuits gravy. <laughs> uh, I also played some GTA Five very briefly because I needed to steal thirty-five cars in order to get a uh, Microsoft um, reward point thing. So I'm wondering why you'd play Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> I literally, I, I did a hundred and, I don't know, 15 gig install so I could steal 35 cars and never play it again. <laughs> Paid $10 so. overage on my data cap for the month. This stole, but I stole got 35 75 cars. Microsoft points. So <laughs> anyway, that's what I've been playing. That's hilarious. How about you, Dylan? Um, my cat actually had his uh, bits. Um, bits removed um so i literally did not play any video games this last week he just um, sat and looked at the sadness of his yeah. his cat in a cone yeah well he was very upset the first night which snowballed I, into i would be too literally Absolutely. zero sleep because his medicine didn't work um so he was very unhappy about the cone so he went to all lengths to get it off and succeeded <laughs> multiple times um so we got him better medicine the next day, but that the whole week was just out of control after that. Um, so not much. I was monitoring my cat more than I was playing video That's, games. So you were playing like Untitled Cat Game, yeah. But yeah. it was enjoyable. He was kind yeah. of funny when he was on the sedatives because he kind of just 
would sleep on you and <laughs> do weird things and then get a small spurt of energy but then would like fall asleep in the middle of whatever he's doing be like i'm now tired <laughs> i got my dog some cbd treats uh when i picked him up from boarding and he was just like he just fell asleep and we're like hey spade are you, are you awake and like shaking him i'm like spade are you dead <laughs> I like i think he's breathing but Hey, it's not the worst way to have that dog. Cole, did you actually play a video game? God, it was I cool. did. You played a video game? I, I played two video games. Two video games, thank God. Um, I played Dead Cells because I needed to get three <laughs> achievements, I think. I also to, to... played Dead Cells before I went on vacation for that same reason. <laughs> I actually kind of wanted to play Dead Cells, and I needed the three achievements. Yeah. And the game's so, so good. The game's hard right oh yeah when does it get hard how many levels did you make it through i'm on the clock tower yeah that's it, when it gets hard it gets hard there because oh, okay. <laughs> i'm like i i'm playing all the other levels i'm like this yeah. uh this is not so difficult until you get to the clock tower i find it fairly easy and yeah. i fi- feel it like ramps significantly right there but if you have good enough stuff that fits your play style you can kind of walk through the game, which is how I I was like, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard. And then one playthrough, I just literally just creamed the whole thing and yeah. then finished it. Hmm. Um, and it was like that. Like, I hadn't even gotten to certain levels yet. But then I got to the clock tower, which is kind of where I would always fail. And then at that point, I just crushed the rest of the game because I was so kitted out the way that I wanted to play the game. Yeah. Um, so much of that game is just up to like random numbers. Randomness. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I, uh, I did the same. I haven't beaten it, but I've had that same run where I can make it to a certain point consistently and then I'll get just right, the right gear drops and be able to just plow through it. So how far into the game is that? It's, I think it's how many bosses you've done you most of it. I think, uh, the thing is, scale, I've only but... run into two bosses. Okay, yeah. So yeah. it's about. I think it also depends on what you do. Do to. I so... think that's about two thirds of the way through the game. I'm going to say um, that seems right. It feels right. Yeah. Based on, but I know they've added some new stuff too since I played it like a year ago. So right. It's it's a great game though. Dead Cells is yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, it's no, got it's... a for a roguelike. It's not super annoying to to roguelike again. Yeah, well, um, that's what I'm kind of wondering because I haven't died. I'm like, is this? Oh wait, be you've super never annoying? died? No, I wasn't that good at it. Yeah, I haven't yeah. died yet. Wow. I haven't even got. I don't think I've gotten below half health yet. Wow, maybe you're just better at that game than I was. I mean, that's well, a given. Yeah, absolutely that's absolutely given. true. Absolutely but... <laughs> a given. Um, good game though. It's on Game Pass. If you haven't tried it, actually, it I, is on Game Pass. Can I actually? I actually played another game. Um, go ahead though. You can't. No, you, you, no, we, you, we have. <laughs> Why are you back? trying to steal my thunder, Cliff? Go back and tell us your game, and then we'll talk no, about it. No, no. You go, Cliff. You brought it up. So I played um, Children of Morta um, before I went on vacation, um, which is a, also a roguelike. Um, and it's it's a it's an interesting game. It's, it's very pixely, and it's quite hard. Um, but it's got, like, a really interesting story mechanic. Like, every every couple of times you die, like, you, you come back every time, obviously, and the, the like... <laughs> kind of the conceit of it is you're a family who has been tasked with uh, fulfilling this kind of quest and you have like a bracelet or something that every time you almost die, it like whisks you back to their house before you actually can be killed. Um, 
but the way it works is you get gold and stuff in these um, these caverns that you're fighting through. And when you go back to your house, for, first of all, sometimes it'll unlock a new person. So like a new family member will through because it tells you a story. Like so every time you die, you come back and you get a little bit more story in the game, which is a really interesting way for a roguelike to play. Um, like in, in part of it, you'll play it, you'll play it, you'll play it, you'll die. And then your kid, your uncle the uncle in the family gives your son a pair of like size and the kid is like, Oh cool. I've got weapons now. And like runs away to like, because his dad wants to take him away. And when he comes back, you're so happy that he came back. You're like, no, you can, you can do the dungeons now. Um, because I'd rather know what you were doing and know that you won't die doing it than you like running away into the wilderness to do it. And you get gold and you can give that to your uncle and he'll make you new weapons or you can give gold to like, I think the grandma in the family and she can unlock new spells, um, which seems kind of crappy that your family's charging you for stuff, but maybe they need to buy materials or something. I, I don't know exactly. But uh, it's a good game with a good loop. It's it's like Dead Cells where the dungeon randomizes every time. Um, and I only played it for a night. I played it for maybe an hour and a half. But it, I thought it was really, really fun. Um, conversely, Adam played it and did not like it. So I guess your mileage may vary. But it's a Game Pass game. Um, so you can try that for free. So Children of Morta is good. Colby, what's your other game? Are you done, Cliff? I'm done. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I guess we'll see. Um, I also started up uh, Eternal Sonata on oh, nice. the 360 because you were gone, so I didn't need to worry about like chit-chatting with you. Nice. So I got the 360 working. Unplugged the PS4 for that, so... <laughs> yeah. um, but Eternal Sonata is a great game. It holds up really well. Nice. It's probably one of my favorite 360 era games. That game's got like an art style that I think makes uh-huh. it work well too. Yeah, um, it's in I'm in about, related. Oh, go ahead. I'm about 26 hours into it. Wow! And so I think it's like a 30 hour game. So oh, that's not I bad. You'll beat it pretty soon. So you'll finish it before Saturday when you do have to like chat with me and stuff. Nah, eh, probably not. But I might. <sighs> Get through it, call. Um, in related news, I actually bought a 10-foot HDMI cable so I could plug my PC into my TV and also unplug my PS4. <laughs> so nice. it actually works pretty well. Like my it, Man, that cord is like the edge of it. So I have a 10-foot cord that I figured I can plug into the 6-foot cord that's on the back of my TV. And apparently my TV is like... 14 and a half feet away from my uh, my stuff. So it worked. Um, the only problem I'm having now is that, um, like, Bluetooth can't reach my oh, right. PC, so the controller doesn't work. So I need to either – I've got an extra Xbox adapter thing around here somewhere. i got to try that and see if that will work. Otherwise, I'm going to have to, like, I don't know, run a USB extension cable into my living room to put my Bluetooth adapter on the end of, I guess, so it will work. But uh, there's a lot of PC games that I want to play, but I, I really prefer playing them sitting on my couch than I do yeah. – sitting in front of my 27-inch monitor. so. Uh, but yeah. everyone should pick up Eternal Sonata if they have a PS3 or an Xbox 360. It's too bad that it's not backwards compatible. I am so angry that it's not backwards compatible. Anger. Yeah. I also bought sure. uh, bought uh, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Collection. Nice. So I'll be playing that pretty soon. We'll, uh, we're going to, probably starting on Saturday, I guess, we're going to play Journey to... The Savage Planet. Savage Planet. Um, Colby already beat it and really liked it. Um, But we're going to, I have not played it yet, and we're going to play through it again co op. So we'll talk about that uh, next week. Um, Because you haven't talked about it on the podcast yet, have you, Cole? 
I mentioned it. Briefly? Okay, briefly. So we'll talk about that in greater detail next week. I'm, I'm excited to, to give that one a shot. That was a game I bought with my Microsoft Rewards points. So I've made, it's a game I bought with my yeah. Microsoft Reward points so as well. I've made $30 in Microsoft Reward points in the last couple months, so not too shabby. Uh, let's see. We talk about Patreon now, right? Because it's sure. pre-new. Yeah. Patreon, wonderful people that support this show by giving us money, which is... Pretty much how you support anything in uh, this economy, I believe. Uh, these fine people give us $10 a month. Um, I'm still shocked about it. Like, to this day, I'm shocked that anyone would give money for this content. Um, that we believe internally is actually getting worse every episode. <laughs> but they stuck around. Alan Schulte, Austin Palmer, <clears throat> Brian Henniger, Joe Cole Jr., John Tippins, Kevin Schuld, Megan Phillips, and Tom McDermott. You people are wonderful and uh, are in at the $10 tier of our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash bite me podcast. We have a one, three, seven and $10 tier with uh, various types of rewards. Um, I still owe people rewards. I feel terrible about that. I'll, fix that soon yo me rewards i don't owe you crap i don't owe you anything <laughs> I, just, I just wanted rewards <laughs> oh i send you stickers and stuff all the time for free by all the time brother. you mean once right <laughs> okay like once did i not send you a window cling no oh oh i was gonna bring him out to you and then i didn't go Way anyway, <laughs> i guess i owe colby a window cling because he's my brother and a bunch of other people because they gave me money. So nepotism. <laughs> Thank you, you wonderful people. Uh, Dylan, where are we? News. No, we're in Washington. Washington. There you go. <laughs> it was a trick question. So last night I watched. Uh, do you guys have you ever? Are you familiar with the movie Miracle? About the. 81 Olympic the hockey game. Yeah. About the hockey, hockey team. Yeah. yeah. So I was in a, uh, red Robin in, I don't Switzerland. know, some small town in California Canada? or Oregon. No, I'm last way, night. Uh, no, on my way back from Disneyland. Uh, so on Sunday and, uh, we were, they had ESPN on because it's, I don't know, a kind of place that shows movies or shows ESPN and ESPN was like, Hey, it's the 30th, 40th anniversary of, of that hockey game. So we're going to show this Disney movie at red Robin. <laughs> it was very strange. Um, but, uh, we only got to watch like the first 20 minutes of it. So we came home. It's on Disney plus. We finished up watching it. It's, it's a, it's an okay. Does, feel good sports movie. Kurt Russell. Does Disney it. own ESPN? Yes. They have for a long time. That's why there was an ESPN zone in Disneyland. Yeah, they own everything, Colby. Everything. Very weird. Yeah. Um, but that is actually a Disney movie, too. So Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's why it was on Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Pl- obviously. But uh, there, there is a part in that movie where he's, he's constantly asking all the players, like, what's your name? And something else and then like who do you who did you play who do you play for and they always answer like the college team they played for and what he really wants them to say is the united states of america and so that that was that was the trick there as dylan said news and in fact we're in washington that ties it that all was together. a really convoluted joke Colby, if you know me for anything what do i do 
tell convoluted stories that lead nowhere. Absolutely. It's like my trademark. Dude. I honestly forgot what we were talking <laughs> I about. I know. See, that's the best kind of story. Is Cliff when... wore an onion on his belt, which was the style at oh, the time. Oh, man. Like, if I can... You know how people say things like, you know, to make a to make a long story short, I like to take to make a, a short, short story, story long. long. <laughs> that's what I like to do. Anyway. Make a long story longer? Yeah, absolutely. If I can take a... And like any length of story, I just want it to be longer than it is. Um, oh, I did play Sea of Thieves for a little bit with Vinny for the new update. <laughs> I did play video games this week. I hear it I feel was bad good. that I forgot it. It was it was quite good actually. Shout out to Vinny. The game just keeps getting better. Anyway. Anyway, if you have not uh Vinny has a, a very good Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Devinster, I believe. But uh, we posted a like fifteen minute clip of um him playing Dead by Daylight. Uh blindfolded which it's very good go watch it on our facebook page uh facebook.com slash bite me podcast anyway news we're here we made it i'm so sorry hopefully you guys were just like hitting the 30 second fast forward button to get to this point that's that's what i don't know what we've been doing this whole time it's fine dylan has a hard out in an hour (laughs) so we're gonna talk forever xbox series x might be faster than we thought um did you guys read this press release like phil spencer came out with like this big like all the stuff you knew about Xbox and the everyone like exploded about how exciting it was. There was all these news articles and I'm like, is any of this new? I don't think any of this is new, but everywhere else is excited about it. So I think that means we have to be excited too. Is that how journalism works? I'm excited. Yeah. Excellent. Colby is uh, excited. There's a lot of flops. There's so many flops. So, uh, Phil Spencer, big article on Xbox Wire says the new Xbox Series X will have 12 teraflops of GPU power. Um, now, is a teraflop 1,024 flops? No, a teraflop <laughs> is, I think, a million floating point operations per second. How many gigaflops is that? Oh, man, I don't know. I, I used to know See, this they can't more. use this convention and then change the convention. <sighs> okay, I don't so like that. A teraflop is a unit of computing computing speed equal to one million million floating point operations per second. One million million. One million million, or ten to the twelfth power. What is a floating whatever thing uh, you just said? A floating point operation is a single mathematical equation, essentially. So. It could be one plus one. It could be a thousand mm. times a thousand. So it's got 12 magic in it. 12, or one million million. Or 12 million millions. Anyway, it really just means that it's fast. Um, it means nothing but, to me. But will it load Xbox One games really quickly? <laughs> Maybe. Um, it's going to have support for hardware accelerated ray tracing, which I guess is cool. I have yet to play a game that supports that, so I can't say if it's cool. Um, variable rate shading, which is actually pretty cool. It means that it will be able to um, do sh- shading faster um, algorithmically. It will only shade things you can see, which will, in theory, make games run faster. Um, it will be able to process frame rates of up to 120 frames per second, Um I'm pretty sure my TV doesn't support that, so I don't know if that's cool or not. I don't know if my eyeballs support it either. My eyeballs absolutely do not support that. Um, But I guess it's cool that it will have the capability to do so when I get a new TV 
four or five years from now. Um, it's going to have uh, – we, we knew this before. It's going to have SSD storage. Um, but I think the cool thing, I guess, about having SSD storage is it's not just that it has one. It's that it will be built from the ground up to take advantage of SSD storage. So that's cool. And HDMI 2.1, which um, – does some kind of cool stuff, but unless your TV supports HDMI 2.1, it's not really that cool. It it's like improvements to HD um, H. No, what's the what's the thing that makes TV video games look better? Um, HDR. HDR. Thank you. Um, like improvements to HDR. It's, it does some other stuff too, but like I doubt my TV supports it. I doubt most people's TV supports it, but. So I guess the good news is it's kind of future-proof. Yeah, in a way. and that's exactly it. Like, it's as TV and all the flops and all the, and you know, the so flops. many flops, so many flops. Um, I guess to put flops in perspective, um, Phil Spencer did say, oh. "Yes, <laughs> I put these flops in perspective for you." Um, the 12 teraflops of GPU performance is twice that of an Xbox One X. So an Xbox One X apparently only has six flops, um, and the. <laughs> The Xbox One X is a pretty... Six million, million flops. Exactly. Um, the Xbox One X is a pretty impressive piece of hardware, so twice that speed is a lot. Um, it's eight times faster than an original Xbox One. So your OG Xbox One only had... I don't know how to divide eight what? into one and a half, 12 flops. One, how many 1. flops did flops? the Super Nintendo have? 1.5 no flops. flops. <laughs> no flops at all. When did, when did, 1.5 million, million flops. When did consoles start getting flops? You know, I don't remember. I do remember... Uh, I don't remember which Mac it was, but there was a Mac that came out that they made a big deal that it was the first like personal computer that could did do it have a, a flop? teraflop. Yeah, a single teraflop. So. Do you know how Ooh. awesome it was to play Breakout on that? <laughs> Man, Breakout. Breakout Super two. Breakout. <laughs> I just think it's funny because I have no... I can't build anything in my brain around what a flop is doing yeah. to, to like compare it to something and then say this many more flops yeah. does this faster. The, it's like, I don't know what that means. The best probably equivalent of these is it's roughly the equivalent of a relatively high-end PC right now. Um, it's <clears throat> It's... They're saying that it's probably the equivalent of like uh, RX five seventy if you're an ATI person or, or sorry an AMD person um, or like a like a NVIDIA twenty sixty so pretty high end video cards that you would I mean you're talking like a three or four hundred dollar video card which is pretty impressive it's going to be pushing four K games at you know thirty to fifty thirty to sixty frames a second so it's going to be good hardware is is the moral of the story. Um, but man, everyone I'm going to talk about that stuff forever. And I'm like, why? What, what's a flop? The cool thing that they did say is they did confirm that Game Pass will continue to offer first party games on day one. So like we get first party games now for free, we will continue to get first party games for free <coughs> going forward. And, and that's probably a bigger deal now because Xbox owns like what, 12 development studios? So they're going to start, there's going to be a lot of games coming out, um, you know, over the next couple of years. Um, I think that the actual coolest thing they talked about in this was a thing called smart delivery. And essentially what smart delivery is, is on my Xbox One X. So I have, um, you know, I have an Xbox One X and a 4K TV. A lot of people do not have an Xbox One X. They have an Xbox One S. 
and don't have a 4K TV, we right now download the same version of the game. So they have to download all right. those 4K assets, even if they can't use them. Um, and Smart Delivery is going to fix that. So when you buy a Xbox game in the future, the game you download will be the one that works best on your console. Your and so you won't have to download a bunch of extra stuff. But the even cooler part of that is, is let's say... Um, Cyberpunk 2077 um, is a a really good example because they actually announced that they will be supporting this. Um, Cyberpunk comes out this summer, I believe. I don't don't know the exact date, but but Cyberpunk's come out um, before the Xbox Series X is released. So in the past, like I did with Diablo 4, like I did with Grand Theft Auto 5, you buy a copy on – I'm sorry, Diablo 3 – you buy a copy on your current hardware, and then if you want to get the better version that comes out once that new hardware is released, you end up having to buy it again. So that's why I've traded in a bunch of games and had to buy the new version multiple times. Smart Delivery will make it for titles that support it. You will get the version of it that works for you. So when you get Cyberpunk 2077 or Halo Infinite um, and you buy it for your Xbox One X you get it on the Xbox One X. When you get an Xbox Series X, you will be able to download the better version of that game without cost. So all first-party Xbox games will support this. Um, All third-party games that choose to support it will. But my guess is that ones that do not will face a large amount of backlash. Um, So hopefully you'll do less of that like cross-generation purchasing of games where you buy the lesser version of it for your current hardware then end up wanting to repurchase it to get the better version. So that to me was kind of the lead that got buried in that Phil Spencer stuff, but I think that's cool. Um, Have you ever wanted a controller that drinks your sweat, Colby? Only if it then uses my sweat to power itself. God, that'd be amazing. Do you sweat enough to generate like, do your hands sweat enough to generate enough power to Not power a controller? At, well, I mean, I, I don't know how much sweat it takes to power a controller. I would so guess maybe. a bit. It's hard to say. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, PlayStation just filed for a patent um, that is for what they're calling a biofeedback sensor that's an attachment. Excuse me, an attachment for a controller. So this probably is not actually going to be built into the PS5 controller. They think it'll actually be something you attach to it, kind of like that new weird button you can attach to your PS4 controller um, that is used for uh, obtaining biofeedback information so that uh, from your hands as you do it. So it'll be able to tell your heartbeat. It will be able to tell how much you're sweating. It'll be able to tell... I'm not... You're not sweating right now? I'm not sweating. (laughs) When I when I'm playing a game, I don't think I'm sweating. What if you're super? Unless scared? I'm in a hot house. Yeah, <laughs> that's my secret cap. I'm always sweating. Yes, yeah, same. Um, but anyways, it'll be able to take all that information that it gains from your, you know, biometrics and be able to use and sell game. it to the government. And sell it to yeah, absolutely. They will just. It, it's weird that attachment's going to be free. They're not going to charge you for it at all. But you have to check all sorts of weird little boxes in order to use it. I don't know what they're doing with that information. Um, no, but they're saying like they could use that in say a horror game to find out um, when your pulse gets worse and give you more of that you know type of stuff if you want to get scared. Um, I guess they could measure your sweat to see how hot your house is because man, sometimes my house is real hot here in the summer. Um, 
I, you know, they they also said that maybe it could be used. Um, people are suggesting that maybe this is something that um, could be very useful in VR, so that they can measure information for for their VR headsets. So, I think it sounds really weird, and I don't know if I want a device measuring my sweat. It's super weird. Or or maybe what I don't want, like fine, measure my sweat, but don't ever tell me about it. Like I don't want to go to like the GTA. Wow, you're screen. You're and sweaty. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, um, you know, milliliters of sweat consumed by your, you know, PS5 controller. I don't want that. All right. Next up. Um, you know, in Washington, I actually live near a bunch of airports, like a bunch of them. There's, there's like three oh, yeah. within 45 minutes of here. Um, and in, I used to live in the middle of three, like within, I mean, you live, of... you live like five minutes away from an airport right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, Airports are a thing, like, and <laughs> we support airports. And we live in the Jet thing. City, And that's apparently. news. <laughs> that's all. That's all. I just wanted you guys to know that airports exist. Anyway, uh, MS Flight Sim, the upcoming uh, Flight Sim entry from Microsoft that is coming to Game Pass, which is the only way I would ever play that because I'm not paying money for Flight Sims, but I bet you there are people who are, um, will include every airport on Earth, um, ranging from small, like, Fields in dirt to international airports, according to their developer. Um, I got this article from IGN, and my favorite thing is they uh, their source for how many airports in the world was the CIA. <laughs> like, go to CIA.com. They say there's 40,000 airports in the world. I'm like, eek. <laughs> um, but apparently, of those 40,000, 37,000 of them have been hand-edited by the developer, which sounds terrible, to uh, make yeah. sure that they are accurate, that they are laid out the right way, to make sure that they're using the right kind of, um, you know, whether it's a dirt runway, whether it's a cement runway, whether it's a um, asphalt runway. I don't know what you make runways out of. Rubber? Um <laughs> And that 80 of those airports, um, the most played and busiest, so my presumption is like O'Hare, for instance, are going to be very detailed. And there's... An- so this is basically FIFA. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Ronaldo is very detailed. <laughs> like, someone who plays on, Beckerman you know... Still has dreads. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a deep take. Um, the most iconic airports have been dressed up, quote-unquote, dressed up to reach a new level of realism in flight simulation. These airports feature unique buildings and props matching reality and terraformed landscape that this is a great quote that nest the airports in their real environments <laughs> so i i'm actually kind of excited about this game like i do not imagine that it's a game i'm gonna put more than like five or six hours into but i think it'll be really fun to be able to fly over the city you live next to or fly over where your house is. I like the city you live yeah. next to, not the one that you live well, like, in. I don't live in like, Seattle, like, but like, I think it'd be course. really fun to fly next to the Space Needle or fly, like, maybe there's a water plane. Like, how cool would it be to land in uh, South Lake Union? Like, they actually have water planes that That'd do. Be awesome. Um, I think it'll be fun. I know what I'm going to do I'm in gonna... this game and I cannot say it on this. <laughs> because... I, I definitely want to try to land at the uh, that crazy airport uh, Lukla Airport in Nepal. Oh wow! It's um, it's the runway is only one thousand seven hundred and twenty nine feet long. Oh geez, which is compared to runways in general, which are seven thousand to eight thousand feet. I'm 
reading off the internet right now. See, I figured you'd pull that right out of your head, Dylan. (laughs) No, because I wanted to look it up because I wanted to make sure I was kind of speaking truth. Because, um, but uh, it's also like at two thousand eight hundred forty-two feet like altitude. But apparently, the like the crazy thing is like when you're landing there, you have to like come over mountains to land. So not only is the runway short, you don't have like an opening to it you're actually like coming over yeah. a ridge and the scariest thing about this this post i read it's on like the jakarta post.com i just clicked on something on google but the line that it says about the airport is it is said that passengers applaud upon landing airport. i'm like <laughs> i'm never flying anywhere that it's a celebration when we land absolutely not. but it's just it's so dangerous that sounds awesome you, so what you're really I, saying dylan is you want to crash at that airport a yeah. bunch of times. I uh, yeah. just looked at the CIA's website, and oddly, there's a lot of like hidden runways in Nicaragua missing. <laughs> it's weird. That's very strange. Maybe that's the difference where where the CIA said there's forty thousand airports, <laughs> and they only developed thirty seven thousand of them. <laughs> I bet you there's someone who's in Cambodia they don't want to talk about either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, next up. <laughs> fly to the rendition sites <laughs> is it, can i make like some would it would now be the right time to make a ghost recon like segue from the cia to <laughs> ghost recon breakpoint i'm pretty sure that that would not be wrong uh no. ghost recon breakpoint misses a, its update deadline and gamers are pissed because gamers are pissed all the time as far as i can tell um we've talked about this a couple of times ghost recon has had a I guess a troubled launch, although the only one of us who has played it, Colby, does not understand why. Um, It's okay. Uh, This was a big update that was supposed to include the new immersive mode and a new engineer class. And based on all updates, everyone thought it was going to be coming out uh, yesterday, uh, the Tuesday the 25th, because that's when they always come out Monday night. They came out and were like, oh, hey, guys, this is getting delayed until spring (laughs) so spring i guess technically is march 21st so at least three or four weeks um at this point it really just appears that people are mad about lack of transparency everything Everything, but mostly lack of transparency um the ghost recon team is not giving a lot of information about what's happening what's coming up what their roadmap is why things are getting delayed um and you know in fairness like Having having done this kind of thing before, like sometimes it's easier just to like put your head down and try and get a bunch of work done. But when you have a community that is really excited about new updates, it's it's hard to do both of those things to actually put your head down and to to communicate that. So gamers are mad. Have, have we thought about perhaps swatting some of the developers? Would that help? Um, you know, we'll we'll talk about that later, Cole. <laughs> um. They, I mean, literally, it did get the discourse did get so bad that like Reddit was having to say like, "Hey guys, calm down, don't stop being angry at Twitter people, you know, developers on Twitter." So of course, yeah, but, it's, it's not docs people. Yeah, the discourse was not good. Um, Shocking. I am absolutely shocked. So we talked about this a bit in the the intro there, and it's it's funny in a really not funny kind of way. Um, an Australian hacker named how do you, how do you think you pronounce that Z Janny Z Maybe the J Silent. Robert Zadar. 
Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, his his hacker name is lowercase z, uppercase j-a-n-n-y. Zajani, Zanny, Zanny, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, on January 22nd... The Z is silent. Z? It's just Janny. They pronounce J's the same way in Australia? Wait, is it Zed, no, Janny? Maybe it's Yanni. <laughs> Zed, Zed, top. Um... He created. He's a he's a hacker for the Red Dead Redemption game. Um, he has a mod that he has created. Um, the what? What was that? <laughs> Just started making noise. I don't understand. It's all good. Uh, he, he's released a hacking tool for Red Dead Redemption. He released a new hack out in the wild um, that allows you to put gold chests anywhere in the game, but literally released it with a like, hey guys, I don't have any idea what's going to happen if you actually use this. And the answer is a bunch of people used it and got banned. Um, A bunch of people trying to hack the game used it and got banned. But the problem that they've had is that a bunch of these people have been going into... Red Dead Redemption online games dropping chests where people congregate and leaving um, <laughs> which means that like just rando players will run across it and go like dude there's a gold chest here open it and then get their account banned <laughs> um, a dude on Reddit uh, posted quote myself and at least four others in the uh, Red Dead online Reddit community have reported being wrongfully suspended by Rockstar and have had our characters reset losing all progress uh, according to uh, the player who wrote into IGN. Uh, Rockstar does not listen to any of us in our efforts to contact them about being wrongfully banned. They will not state what caused our accounts to be flagged, and they won't communicate with us in any way except to say we were reset and to wait until the suspension is over to continue playing. Um, this particular guy, I think, said he was banned until March 16th, so he's banned from the game for, like, three weeks for opening a hacked chest. <laughs> so, um, it's a bit of a problem, but like as we said, it's it's not it's not funny if it happens to you, um, but it's not unfunny, I guess, if it happens to someone else. <laughs> so, moral of the story: do not open a chest uh, unless you like got a map that led you to it, because otherwise you might get banned from Red Dead Redemption Online because people suck. Uh, Rainbow Six, the the devs for that game would really like to see it go free to play, and I. They did not offer any reason why, um, but uh, the game director Leroy Man, how do you say that last name? Jenkins Anthem Soft. There's a lot of S's and F's in that. Anyway, Leroy uh, spoke to PC Gamer off. at the Six Invitational 2020 and said, uh, "You know, it's a company decision, but the development team uh, at some point would like the game to be accessible to everyone. So I guess maybe from a development." Per standpoint, like putting a game free to play just gives access to that game to more people. It would make the well, game... don't they make a lot of money via like seasons, um, season pass. yeah. season passes. I I think the the way the game works, it probably makes sense to have it yeah. be that way because it's kind of weird that you're having people buy in for a small amount of the game, um, and they could even do things like League of Legends does, where it's like this week you get these operators free right yeah. so you can try the ones and then ultimately purchase the ones that you want to use oh is that how league um, works yeah so they'll give you 10 8 or 10 of the 100 champions every week that you can play for free and then through the currency you earn in game or through purchase of real money currency you can buy them the champions that you want oh cool um 
this, I mean, would make perfect sense to do it that way because it's a game where the only thing that you're buying is the operators. So Cliff has all the maps. Cliff doesn't need to buy maps. So as long as you you can play the game, you can play with anybody with the select operators that you have. Um, Of course, the, the base game has... I think probably five of each because in theory, if you're on a team of five, you need to at least be able to have one that you can play sort of thing. So there is a certain amount that you'd probably need to have, but beyond that they could do a free rotation thing or thing or duty. Yeah. I think so. I mean, like to be frank, what has really kept me from playing this game is that I just didn't want to buy it to find out. I didn't like it because it's right. the, The play style of this game is very much a, you know, choose an operator, make a plan and then, try and implement that plan, which sounds like it could be fun, but also sounds like it might really not be my thing. And it's also like a game where like accuracy matters to some degree. And as discussed earlier, I'm really a, you know, shoot three or four times with a one shot kill gun to kill that person, which is not, um, which is not perfect for that kind of game. So I've never wanted to spend the money to get into it, but uh, you can be the guy with the sledgehammer. Oh man. You can just break doors down for everyone else to shoot people. Like that could be you, yeah. or the guy with the big shield. You don't need to shoot people. You just have to walk around with a big shield and block the shots. Why that dude from Genesis said, "I want to be yeah. Sledgehammer." I don't remember his name. I thought he said it was coming Peter. in here tonight. No, different guy. Uh, Peter. Whatever. Peter. Guy from Good old Peter. Good guy from Peter Genesis. Peter. Peter, Peter Pumpkin. Peter had a solo career that included the song Sledgehammer. Anyway, um, apparently, though, one of the things that's really holding him back from making that game free to play is um, a problem with smurfing. Um, they think that they really need to fix smurfing before making it free to play because when it goes free to play, it makes it so much easier to smurf a character. Like, there's no, you don't have to buy right. into it. Um, and so they're actually looking at like algorithmic ways that they can identify. Like, right now, it's just done on via like win loss ratio, essentially, how good you are as a, a you know, how, how well your team does, how well you do from a, you know, how many people you kill standpoint, that kind of stuff. And they're actually looking into like algorithmically looking at gameplay to see how good you are as a actual player, not just based on the outcome of your game, but how well you actually play in order to identify people that are smurfing. So maybe once they can figure that out, that game will go free to play and then we can all play it together in harmony. That's, uh, I believe then Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. Good job, Cole. Thank you. Uh, he wants to be Sledgehammer and have Steam, I think. He wants to be your Sledgehammer. Oh, I missed the your. Mm, that's a bit, it's a huge difference. Dylan, in Rainbow Six Siege, I want to be your Sledgehammer. We have to take it from me first because I like playing that character. Okay, I'll be the shield guy. It's fine. His name is Sledge. Oh, that's good. I like that. Can I be? Do you I'll, think that his name was Sledge, and so they gave him a Sledgehammer, or do you think he I think was he good enough with a Sledgehammer that they're like, we should call him Sledge? I assume that they named those characters the same way they named He-Man characters, um, where their name do. is just what they are. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? Well, I wrangle beasts. So <laughs> uh, anyway, what... Uh, their names are very much like yeah. that. Okay. Uh, so Riot, Riot Games, makers of uh, League of Legends, actually. League of Legends, um, has has some problems internally um, that mostly have to do with sexual harassment and things like not paying women as much as uh, they pay men in the same jobs and. 
Um, a lot of the higher ups appear to just be gross um, and harass people. And it's it's bad enough that they refer to it as systemic, <laughs> which is never something like there are a lot of things your business can do systemically that are good. Sexual harassment is not one of those things. So um, a, I think a hundred, no, a thousand women, Jesus, a thousand women <laughs> uh, employed by the studio between November 2014 and uh, now filed a, a lawsuit against uh, Riot. And they apparently got to the point where they'd actually reached a settlement. We talked about the settlement probably three or four months ago. And that settlement was $10 million. You're like, that's that's not terrible. It's like 10 grand for each person um i mean it doesn't work that way because the lawyers probably take 70 percent of that but whatever every it's woman, like ten dollars yeah, every or... woman in that is going to get 30 dollars or a free league of legends character which is probably based on my knowledge of class action lawsuits that's how it'll work um but uh california's department of fair employment and housing heard about this lawsuit and they're like whoa 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 wait what a thousand people are suing these these people <laughs> like that's the, a ten million dollars is not nearly enough. They're like, it should probably be at least forty times that much. <laughs> so, the uh, California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing says, yeah, that that should probably be a, a four hundred million dollar settlement instead of a ten million dollar settlement. And all the people in the lawsuit were like, whoa, wait, what? Four hundred million instead of ten million? That sounds like more. Um, so they started looking into it, and they. They were like, why Why are our lawyers so bad at this? Like, why, if the number should have been $400,000, did they settle for ten? And apparently, it's um, because they didn't do things like get analysis of the alleged pay disparities for the women in Riot Games. Like, they never said, like, how much did women make at Riot versus how much did men make at Riot? Little things like that. Um, uh, they also apparently um, had multiple procedural mistakes in the case and um, failed to include like non-monetary terms. So they got $10 million, but they didn't get right to say, hey, we're going to fix the systemic sexism that takes place in our workplace. <laughs> so they fired those lawyers and got new ones. Um, and and now they're going to get maybe $400 million. Riot shockingly says they don't think this is fair. Um, <laughs> so I guess we'll, we'll continue to monitor that case, but... Man, like Riot needs to get its crap together real fast. Like, and and I think maybe other video game studios should should maybe pay attention to the fact that systemic sexism and gender based discrimination might have um, what I'm looking for. ramifications. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, we're to questions now. That's all the news for this week. And Dylan, I know you got to go soon. Can can you can you do this for me? Hey, yo, Vinny. What's the matter with you? Nothing's, Vinny's going to PAX East this weekend. Yeah, there's nothing else going to be there, though. Yeah, it's just going to be an empty <laughs> building for coronavirus. <laughs> Vinny's, Vinny's going to be looking around like, where is everybody? <laughs> Vinny, the dude oh, I like how Vinny went from being like, hey, yo, to like, where is everyone? <laughs> Where's everybody at? That miracle game, like half the, the, the miracle movie, like half the people in it were from Boston. It was a very Boston show. So uh, Vinny wants to know what the first video game you ever completed was. And I don't think Vinny knows how old I am. <laughs> Cliff is from the days where games were unbeatable yeah. <laughs> because it was just Pong. I didn't beat a game in 2005. <laughs> um, 
I that's a tough question. A super tough question. Did you beat any Commodore games? I can't imagine that I did. I mean, I just don't think I had. Like, I don't mm. think I had the. Actually, I I would guess if I had to guess, the first game I probably beat was Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and that's what I was Super thinking. Because, or or Contra. Because I mean, like I we had thousands yeah. of Commodore games, so it wasn't like you're like I'm going to sit down and play Algebra Quest well, until the end. The I, reality is, they were so hard too. Like, uh-huh. Those games were so hard. Well, and a lot of them there was no beating, no end. You're not yeah. beat Pac Man. You're not going to beat centipede i mean like yes it might be theoretically possible but you know like a game like not at six a game like river raid or moon patrol like i could get very far into those games but they just got so hard Um, i would guess you're probably right yeah super mario or or contra um although i have never beat i know you have but i've never beat contra without the konami code speaking of which the guy who created the konami code died like today or yesterday so Rip. No, he should have. He should have done that code. He could have gotten thirty, 30 lives. extra lives, right? Yeah, that was a mistake on that his, his behalf. Um, dude was young too, like sixty-one. So, um, and here I am making fun of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're burning hell. Um, yeah. I, I would guess you're right, though. It's probably one of those two games. They were the first games we got for the Nintendo. I would guess it was actually. Well, I don't know. I would guess it would be Super Mario. Yeah, one of those two, though. What do you think, Dylan? Do you do you have any idea what the first game you beat was? I'm going to go with Army Men, Sergeant's Heroes on the N64. I never played those. That was the one with like, the little plastic dudes, yeah. right? Yeah, they're hilarious games. Yeah, I remember like, selling those games, but I don't think I ever played yeah. one of them. I think that's probably the first game I beat. I don't think I really beat anything on the NES. I was a little too young. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I beat some of those games later, but it was after revisiting them. I um, mean, the reality is, is like SNES games... And NES games were still really hard. Yeah, um, hard. Yeah, like I got to I this got, day they're still really hard. Yeah, and I know like there are games that I got really close to. Like I got really close. I never beat Crystallis. Um, I never beat Final Fantasy VI. I but I I never beat Dragon Dragons War, Dragons Warrior. Dragon Warrior. But I got like two. I don't think I ever beat Dragons Dragon Warrior. Knight. I got to the like what is it a Golem? Yeah, you got to beat before the last, and I could never beat him. I, I actually wrote into Nintendo Power back in the day when you could write into Nintendo Power and they'd write you a letter back. Like somewhere I have a letter from Nintendo Power typed that tells me how to beat how to that beat the goal, guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that was probably it for me. Serious. I'd be curious, actually, Vinny, you hit us up in Discord. I'd be curious what the first game you completed was. You're so, I mean, like, he's literally half my age, so it's it's a very different, uh, it's a different set of games. I'd be, I'd be curious what <coughs> Halo 3, a game that I played when I was, like, which I never played, but like I was 25 when it came out. Uh, Megan wants to know if you had to recommend someone play five games to really get a feel for you and your video game tastes, which five would you pick? Um, I should have thought about this one. You should have. Um, I think the interesting thing, like I've been thinking about it a little bit. Um, I think the interesting thing for me is how different those games would be today versus if you asked me, say, like, almost every 10 years. Like, if you asked yeah. me when I was 10 versus 20 versus 30 versus 40, like, those games would be very, very different. Um, for me, I would say today, um, it's it's probably just, like, the games that I, I really have loved. Um, games like um, Firewatch is, one of, is, is a game that really talks to that type of walking sim game. Um, Disco Elysium is another game that, that kind of narrative stuff that I really like. Um, uh, 
what's that city that's just south of here, Dylan? <laughs> Tacoma. Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest <laughs> way to get to where we were going. Anyway, Tacoma. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two is a was a it would be a very good describer of what I want, but it's kind of in that same genre. Like it's a little actier, but that game has a very solid story. Um, I would probably have to add in like if if you really if I was really trying to do a a whole me, um, like uh, like er, there's probably some early like Commodore sixty four. Nintendo games that would have to go in there, uh, like a Super Mario or a Super Mario World. Um, you know the games on Commodore sixty four. Well, and, and like sixty four would like I used to spend so much time playing like Space Taxi yeah. and Moon Patrol. Um, but even if you think back, like the amount of time I spent playing um, like Adventure Island was huge. Like that game was very. Did you like, ever get past the third level in that? Probably not. I mean, man, the amount of money I spent like pumping quarters into Double Dragon to never get past you know a certain point was play Neon Dragon. It's pretty awesome. It's on it's Game a, Pass. Nice. Um, but you know, like that that to me, like nowadays, like the game that described me tend to be either just very like. Hey, first-person shootery games, or hey, you know, very narrative-driven games um, with like a sprinkling of like Metroidvanias popped in. So, I guess choose five from that list of thirty. I feel like I know you better already, <laughs> right? Yeah, it wasn't a very good list of five, Dylan. Like, <laughs> so we played a game on the way home. I don't know; it was not a game. That makes it sound way more fun than it was. But like, where my wife would just like name a random band and make me choose my favorite song by them. <laughs> and like, oh, yeah. sometimes I'm like, it's so hard. I'm like, take one of these seven. <laughs> so Super Tramp, and, uh, uh, Breakfast in America. Anyway, <laughs> no, name another you... Super Tramp song. <laughs> um. Give me a second. There is a second one. <laughs> there's uh, there's three big ones, so you got a second. Yeah. Uh, Crystallis, Final Fantasy VI, uh, Les- Legend of Zelda Link of the Past, Mass Effect, probably Mass Effect 2, oh God, but Mass I'll go with Mass so Effect, good. and Red Dead Redemption. Did you see that, that uh, news this week that 90% of people that played Mass Effect played uh, like the entirely Paragon route? Uh, I did not. That's kind of interesting. It is, and like the developers are like, "Oh my god, that sucks so hard." Do you know how much time we spent making I know. the bad guy root? <laughs> it makes you kind of wonder about those kinds of games because I think I'm sure that's probably pretty common yep. across. Yep, absolutely. Like Fable and all those games, yep. especially if there's only two paths. Yep. Like when you have a bunch of gray area, it's like I'm sure people wander down yep. there. Yeah. I, don't know. I hear you. What about you, Dylan? Can you name five games? GTA. Oh, that's a good one, too. Man. Uh, the first one? Nah, three probably for me. Like I Anywhere five, between... I Vice City specifically, if it looked better, <sighs> but good. otherwise you have to take five, I guess. Yeah. Um, if it was today. Um, Overwatch. Divinity Original Sin 2 because it's fantastic. Have you beat it yet? No. Still working on it? Uh, I haven't got to play it as much yeah, yeah. recently. So um, I'm going to go with like a Hearthstone. Yeah, I, sure. You, you do know, a lot like, of 60 like stuff. The, 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 that kind of stuff. 
um, I was trying to like round out the the t- styles of games. Then I kind of wanted to go with like Diablo ah, three because I I really I I used to like those kind of like beat 'em ups back in the day, and that kind of scratches that itch yeah. nowadays. Um, it kind of reminds me of playing the old like. They had like a Baldur's Gate game a long time ago. The Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance specifically, not the RPG one. Yeah. Um, no, I can. I think that's the thing is, is like the the. I don't know if I could ever pick five because I get so yeah. like I would have to get to the point where I'm just like picking a game that represents fifteen other games. You know, it's it's kind of what I'm doing. It's but, hard. It's really hard. Um, and, uh, and for five, I don't. Mario Kart. <laughs> it probably has to be a Mario game, yeah. like a platformer. Yeah, it's tough. I yeah. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna post this up on Facebook. It was originally a Twitter thing that came around. I saw it on Twitter a bunch of times, and I couldn't make a better list then either. Uh, I'll throw it on Facebook. We'll see what other people have to say. The logical song and take the long way home. Ah, logical song's good. That might be better than Breakfast in America. It's not. It's probably not. Um, they're all kind of bad. <laughs> I have a friend, Mitch, that loves Super Tramp. <laughs> um, Mr. Polite wants to know, watching the Animal Crossing... Uh, first of all, I love this question. Watching the Animal Crossing Direct, I was like, Tom Nook is the worst. <laughs> that made me think, Tom Nook isn't supposed to be a villain, but I don't think there's anyone in the world that likes him. So the question I have for you all is, who is your favorite villain that is supposed to be a lovable character? Or is Tom Nook the only example? <laughs> um... Tom Nook might actually be the only example. <laughs> um, I'm. Th- I, I, maybe- well, I I think it's hard because in a lot of cases I don't think the this character is kind of a, a by proxy villain, but most games don't have a by proxy have villain. that opportunity. Yeah. I guess maybe Glados and. Portal 2? Ooh, that's a good call-out, yeah. Yeah. Because you don't realize she's bad at first. Well, that was in the uh, first Portal. Uh, yeah, portal maybe... 2, she's, she's like, still GLaDOS, but there's, like, a bigger bad guy, yeah. so she's still, like, kind of GLaDOS, but you're fighting Stephen Wright. Yeah. Oh, really? Does he... Because I haven't actually haven't gotten that far into Portal 2. Oh, you should. Portal 2 is great, yeah. I've wanted to, I've just never have. No, that's a good call, though. Like, I think GLaDOS is a, is a, is a pretty good example because she kind of does betray yeah. you at the end either way. So, um, I think the thing is, is like, I'm not sure Tom Nook is actually supposed to be a lovable character. I think he is... Like, he's identifiably... Maybe not a bad guy, but I think that he represents. Lord. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, though, is is that's what he represents. He represents like the 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 class of people that are right above you that control your life, and so it's not raccoons? like he, yeah raccoons. It's not that he's exactly a bad guy. It's just he's that guy that you all you in real life have to deal with that nobody likes. You know, every um, manager you've ever worked yeah. on. That's the reality is, is like, you know, like you don't maybe hate Cliff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked under him. You both have. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? It's not necessarily that you hate your man. It's just that uh, like, man, he's the oh, guy. No, sometimes makes, uh, you hate your manager, you know, yeah. but he's the guy that makes you come to work every day. He's the guy that, you know, 
controls to some degree, like, you know, whether you can go on vacation or whether you can call. I mean, if you've worked retail ever in your life, there's nothing worse than calling in sick and him going like, well, you need to find someone else to fill in for you. I'm like, isn't that your job? <laughs> you know? Um, and I think that's what Tom. I'm sick. Yeah, I'm sick. <laughs> and I think that's what Tom Nook represents is that he's not a bad guy. He's just that that guy that we all have to deal with. That like you might even like him as a person, but man, he still has a, a way more control over your life than you'd like someone to have. Um, he's a Cliff. landlord. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but that's exactly it. You know, he is a landlord, and you know. When I you can be buddy buddy with him, but it still doesn't mean he can. You know, it still means he can evict you at any you know point. Exactly. Kind of thing. exactly. There's a Cliff. there's a power imbalance. <laughs> I can just fire Dylan at any time. It's a Washington's a right to work state. Like I don't like the shirt he's wearing tomorrow. He's gone. <laughs> um, I can't do that. I can't find another person to be on this podcast. That would just be too hard. Um, yeah. So I think that like in games, like you're probably going to get more like that the person that betrays you at the end, the person that, uh, you know, that does that, I would guess that there are probably examples in like, um, papers, please. Um, yeah. that kind of thing where like you, you actually are that person <laughs> in papers. Yeah. please. Um, and so I think that that's what you'd have to, to find is that person, you know, there are probably a lot of games where your quote unquote boss in the game is kind of a dick, but, he's also the guy who's going to save your life when you do things or he's going to, you know, he's going to have that soft side that you're going to, you know, whatever. So what about the main character in, um, spec ops? Oh that yeah. Work? Yeah, probably the, the guy you're going to, the guy that's talking to you over your, your headset, the guy you're Either going that to that or your character. You. Yeah. yeah. Probably both of them, actually. Man, if you haven't played Spec Ops, go play Spec Ops. Like, we were going to do a Bite Me DLC episode on it. It's probably been too long. (laughs) Like, I played it, like, six months ago or eight months ago. And I played it, like, eight years ago. Yeah. But, man, if you haven't played played Spec Ops, go play it. Um, All right, next question. Turn down for what? Uh, wants to know if aliens invade the Earth and you alone could save the planet by defeating them in a 1v1 game, which game would you choose? And I would say, personally for me, it does not matter which game I choose because you guys are screwed. Absolutely screwed. I, it's like Guerrilla War. You can't yeah, die in that game. Yeah, man. Um, I guess the question is how good are aliens? Like, am I playing against like the alien champion? Because if I'm playing against like the the like the alien that's the best at video games, it does not matter which video game we're playing. I'm like, what if their best alien is just actually really bad? Yeah. Like, I mean, if this is like a war of the worlds kind of situation where like he pops home, opens his face mask so he can play the video game. He can see it. And all of a sudden, like I kill him with smallpox, like <laughs> maybe it's, um, it's the one from signs and you just throw uh, water on him and run. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not sure there are any video games I am good enough at to beat an alien. I, I really don't. So uh, how about you, Cole? What game are you going to beat the alien race at? I'm going to take him down in TFC, of course. I have seen Colby play TFC. Uh, I mean, not recently. The world is safe. And he would absolutely save us from the aliens. Absolutely. Um, Dylan. Chess. Are you that good of a chess player? 
<laughs> no. Are you assuming the aliens are very bad at chess? <laughs> they won't know what the heck's going on. Wait, this guy can only move like this way. This doesn't make sense. You're like, can, can it at least be battle chess? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So two out of the three of us, the world is. It would. It would actually be foosball. Are you a good but... foosball player? Oh, un like unreal. Like like okay so. Man, I don't, I don't know the right way to phrase this, but Colby and I worked at a place that had a, a frat house. Table. It, we, I, we literally almost worked at a frat house. They just also happened to do search engine optimization. It was a weird gig, and I worked there for way too long. It was um, great. Do you know how organized my MP3 collection was? Do you know how many times I like hung out with Colby at work while Colby was drunk? Um, and the booze was purchased by my boss. It was I a had a drinking job. contest. I did that at like nine o'clock in the morning and they expected me to work till five. I swear to God, two weeks into that job, I like walked upstairs and they're like, Hey, it's Dave's birthday. I'm like, cool. They're like, we got him some, some tequila. I'm like, cool. Great. Do you need me to chip in? They're like, no, have a shot. I'm like, it's eight 30 and Dave's not here yet. Shouldn't we wait for him to be here before we open his booze? And then they handed me a shot glass. I'm like, Okay, I guess this place is weird. Anyway, regardless of that, um, they shoot. They had a foosball table. <laughs> there we go. And like, I thought I was pretty good at foosball until I started playing with them, and they were like professional foosball players that like you'd get in trouble if you like overspun the foosball. Yeah, that's how that's we how play you too. play. Okay, yeah. so well, my my dad used to play a lot of foosball, so he's very good, and I did surpass the master okay. at one point. So I am like that was who I was playing against growing up because we had a foosball table. So I was always playing as someone who was exceptionally good, and I finally became better than them. And then I didn't like I thought like hey, I'm pretty good at this because my dad's pretty good at this. But then like my brother's friends would come over. And they're like, oh, foosball, let's go. And then I'd, like, I'd kill them yeah. at foosball. And they're like, dang, you're pretty good. Because I go to this place and play foosball tournaments and win them. So like, I'm beating people who play foosball tournaments. And I'm beating them pretty good. So the real question um, is... And they're like, you should go hustle these tournaments. You'll make some cash. Like, I'm like, oh, maybe I should do that. Did you? No. No, I did not. But... I'm beginning. I will often spot my friends nine points wow. when playing to ten, and I will I will beat them. World so, is safe. It's I I'm gonna take the aliens unless they have four arms. I think then it might that they might have a little bit of advantage, but uh, but no spinny spins. No, so yeah, that, no spinnerooms. That was the thing that I did not. You get one rotation. I did not anticipate that. So if the mm -hmm. if the if the uh, if the aliens have forearms you can either get your dad to play with you or alex leffler and you don't know who's yeah. real good so he's probably uh, dead by I, now i do think at one point my game <laughs> has know. gone my game's gone down a little bit though since i grew taller uh, i have to bend really far fair. down so like i need a taller foosball table it's kind of i will play against a tall alien it'll be fine it, it's 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 tough. all right are you ready for cheap free games still in us 10 minutes Oh, I'm so ready. All right, Epic Game Store this week. Uh, the game is Inner Space. I do not know anything about it. Uh, As opposed to... Outer, outer, outer Space. space. Inner Space. Uh, I 
can't apparently there's a movie called that so finding it is an impossibility oh actually this actually looked cool it's a, it's like an exploration game um it's got like just beautiful kind of lo-fi poly graphics it looks really good actually um it does have mixed reviews so your mileage may vary but pretty good deal it's 20 bucks so get it on uh i played the this game store. is it good looks fun i did not like it you know, well, whatever. Uh, next month on Games of Gold on the Xbox, uh, March 1st to the 31st, you can get Batman The Enemy Within, the complete season, which is the uh, the Telltale game, I believe. Is that right? Didn't they just have the Telltale game? No, that... that that was on Game Pass, I believe. Uh, what? No, because I no. downloaded it, because I remember, like... That I downloaded one and I stopped it and it's like, well, you stopped one, but you didn't stop the other four. No, this Here is the, those yeah. are. This is the Telltale game. It was on Game Pass, I think. Or I wait, have maybe downloaded it on Game Pass. Oh, never mind. Yeah, I don't know. Available March sixteenth to April. No, March first to the thirty first. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, other Xbox One game is Shantae, the Half Genie Hero, which is kind of a um, platformer. Platformer, yeah. Uh, March 1st to the 15th on Xbox Backwards Compatibility, Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2, and March 16th to the 31st on Backwards Compatible, Sonic Generations. So, some Sonic action for you. <coughs> uh, PlayStation Plus this month, uh, Shadows of the Colossus, which um, a lot of people really, really like. I Is that the, the redone I have one? to assume it is. Yeah, I assume it is. Um, I I don't like it. Colby didn't really like it. Have you played it, Dylan? I observed. Yeah, that's right. Your wife played it, didn't she? I played it. She also didn't like it, right? (laughs) I think it. I think she has fonder memories of what it used to be. Because I think this game was probably way cooler on PS2 than it is now. Yeah, I I have to assume that is. I I played it on PS2. Yeah, I just didn't care for it. It, It's real repetitive. Um, I felt kind of bad killing these giant monsters. Um, well, technically, you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But, like, I guess that's fine if I could have killed six of them instead of having killed 15 of them. Um, Sonic Forces is the other PlayStation Plus game, which that's the newish Sonic game, right? No, I don't. Well, maybe. No. Uh, that was Sonic Mania. Ooh, man, this game, yeah, this came out in 2017. It has a 5 out of 10 on GameSpot. That is not great. But whatever. Uh, coming out this month on Game Pass. Game Pass is kind of sucks. Like Game Pass used to give you like, hey, here are all the games coming out next month. They don't do that anymore. Like you just wake up one day and there's new games on Game Pass. So none of these are actually coming out in the future. These are all games that have come out in the last like five or six days. But in case you missed them, uh, Ninja Gaiden 2 came out on February 20th on the Xbox. Reigns Game of Thrones is a PC game that came out on the 20th. That's actually a lot of fun, Reigns. It's like a... It's kind of it's an interesting. Yeah, game. I've never played the Game of Thrones version, but I've played um, Reigns Her Majesty. I think it's yeah, fun. I think that's the one I. It's prob- I'd rather play it on my phone. Absolutely, though. It's probably it's probably excessive to play on. Ab- I hundred percent agree. It's a kind of a card game. It's fun. Um, uh, but yeah, I think you're right. Grab that on a phone. World of Horror on PC, which is a really interesting, like super lo-fi, totally black and white horror game that looks kind of interesting. It's on the PC version of uh, Game Pass. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 just randomly dropped February 25th on the Xbox. So if you've been 
if you're like me and paid sixty dollars for it and you've only played like the first hour of it, um, this is a little bit disappointing. But here's a here's a middle finger yeah, to you. <laughs> so whatever. Maybe I'll play it now. Who knows? Maybe what was holding me back was having to put a disc in. Uh, Wasteland. It often does. Hold it really back. does. Uh, Wasteland came out February twenty fifth on Xbox and PC. That is a uh, redone version of the original Wasteland game, which is. What I think the people that made Fallout, Fallout made Wasteland, yep. yeah, yep. like Fallout One and Two went to make Wasteland, so presumably it's kind of a turn-based kind of post-apocalyptic game. Um, it looks good though, um, like visually at least. I don't, I don't know how it plays. Uh, Two Points Hospital uh, came out February twenty fifth on the Xbox and the PC. That's actually like a sim hospital kind of game. Looks actually pretty super busy hospital. Yeah, it looks pretty good. And then uh, actually today, um, but today will be yesterday for you listening to the podcast. February twenty sixth, uh, Yakuza Zero came out on PC and Xbox. I think. I don't think so. I think it's just maybe it's PC. just PC. Um, cool. I, I've always wanted to try Yakuza, so maybe I'll give this a go. I I'm I little... hate reading. Yeah, well, that's kind of actually, like, I don't want to be that guy, but it, it is definitely, the game is only in Japanese, so you have to have subs to play it, which seems difficult, but I put subs on in all my games anyway, so maybe it doesn't matter, I don't know. Uh, Twitch Prime for March, uh, you're going to get Fury, Bomber Crew, hmm, Epistory Typing Chronicles? I, I, I read it as Epstein Typing Chronicles. And was that would be a confused. very different game. Very different game. You type L-O-L-I-T-A. all the O L I T A. Oh, exactly. Uh, Whispers of a Machine, which I don't know what it is, but I like the title, and a game called Mugster. So, Twitch Prime, all you have to have is an Amazon Prime account. All right, real quick, before Dylan leaves, Troll Corner this week. Pro Gamer trolls EA so badly that they just <laughs> kick him off all the games. Um, he trolls hard. His name is Kurt Kurt zero four one one Fennec, which is almost as bad as my like username. Uh, he was a professional FIFA player and a streamer. He was banned from FIFA competitions in November for what they call persistent and abusive behavior, both towards the company and other players. So this is the dude is a pro FIFA streamer that on stream is bashing EA. And he just sounds like a real dick, too, I'll be I, honest. I enjoyed that his, like, thing was basically the Randy Marsh, like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I thought this was America. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he, uh, one of the things that he did was he interrupted, they were interviewing um, another guy, another professional FIFA streamer, and he, like, interrupted them and was like, your audience actually wants to hear from me anyway. <laughs> like, anyway, he's just spent, he spent all this time um, bad-mouthing him, but he also has a huge um, following because he's a professional streamer and whatever that he like sicked on EA his like his followers hacked a bunch of EA social accounts and so in 20 in November they uh, they just cut him off they're like you cannot like be in professional FIFA events anymore like you are no longer a professional FIFA player and that didn't get him to stop being a jerk um he like that was when 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 that came out that's when all these accounts were hacked and he's just continued to badmouth ea badmouth um their people it just it's been terrible and so uh, a couple days ago ea released a um a statement that says in november 2019 after a series of code of conduct violations of part of the ea sports fifa global series in which he threatened employees and other players kirk 0411 was banned from competing or attending any ea sporty 
probably sport, FIFA 20 global series events or future competitions. Since that time, Kurt has continued to post abusive and threatening messages and videos. He has a dis video, in case you're wondering, <laughs> about EA employees and competitive players on social media, and he has encouraged others to do the same. His messages have crossed the line of decency into very personal attacks and breach our term of service. We will not tolerate threatening behavior. As a result, today, Kurt0411's EA account will be banned from playing our games and accessing our services due to these serious and repeated violations. So this dude literally doesn't matter. He can't play FIFA anymore, but he can't log on and play Battlefront 2 either. (laughs) So... Good. (laughs) There was a a tweet. Don't we know that you're not supposed to poop where you eat? Like, if you're a pro FIFA player, you can't just... Poop all over EA. Do you think he'll move over to Pro Evolution Soccer? Like, the (laughs) professional scene? (laughs) There there was a tweet that pretty much sums this up, and it's, well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my own actions. (laughs) Anyway, that dude, like, we need somewhere worse than Troll Corner for that guy, but that's where we put him. So, all right, Dylan, one minute. I need him here for the end. So you can follow us at bitemepodcast.com. You can follow us on social at all the social medias at bitemepodcast.com. You can follow us on discord, bitemepodcast.com slash discord. You can give us money on Patreon at patreon.com slash bite me. Dis- blah, 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 blah. Patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Dylan. Bite me. 515 on the dot. Go home. Boom. Perfect. I'm not going to stop. We can just go straight into the next we episode. We can go. You have go a heart out distance. at like 515, 530, Dylan? That would be good. 515 would be optimal. What I would say is if you if we're not done, just leave. It'll be Yeah, fine. if we get after <laughs> questions, I'll probably. Because the stuff at the end is kind of. It is. I would just. My input is in less important. Middle. Of just what in we're the, talking. Just, if you're speaking, I, I'm like, going to hard out. Yeah, <laughs> but you should mention it too. Like I'm out, mother. <laughs> and then just like throw down your headset and walk away, but leave your mic open. That's See, what I, I do. I would just you like the cats fighting all night. Mid sentence, <laughs> just leave. Yeah, so I think I that was a great uh, uh, rendition of. Uh, Dylan's out. All right, like that. Yeah. All right, you ready for episode 71? I'm ready. I probably won 71. Yeah, we've done a few. That's a good point.